know what they say, darling. Six is the sign of the boost. Hi, I'm Twinkle Motherfucking Toes. And fresh from uh, Puerto Vallarta, I'm Jamal. <laughs> and welcome to Black Tar Roots, a blackity black podcast where we recap RuPaul's Drag Race. And honey, we are taking a special, real quick charter trip from down under back to the U.S. Because, bitch, we have been, um, they have revealed, revealed the queens who are going to be on All Star 6. And let me tell you, we had no idea that any of these girls were going to be on the show. Jamal, did you know? No, I was I was pleasantly surprised by by all of them. It's crazy. I don't know where I don't know where uh, I thought like a whole different cast was coming in. Right. You know, the thing is so funny because like, you know, the devil works hard, but the drag race fans work harder. And the fact that they did not leak that this was the exact cast for All Star 6, they they really slacking on their pimping. Normally they're much, you know, they can tell you what the blood type is for the girls who are going to be on season 15 if they do it right. SVU style girl. Child, so the girls we've been known for months who the girls were. We <laughs> low key like may even year, know. Actually. Yeah, we low key may even know what the twist is for this season. Right. Um, it's and you know it's not it's not easy to with this show it's, it's not easy to, to cover those things up, right? Because yeah, absolutely. You know, you got girls disappearing, right? Even to the point right. of the alleged international all stars cast all coming back to social media at the same time and making it comments about, oh, I'm back from camping. Oh, I lost right. my phone. You know, right. so. Because, <laughs> you know, Drag Race, if you're going to go on to Drag Race, you're going to, I went to camp, I'm shooting a movie. Right. Uh, you know. Yeah, so even production, I guess, because I would I would assume production gives them the go-ahead to do something like that. Um, yeah. Even production is just like, you know what, girl, we can't fight the fact that you're going now, right? Right. Right, 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 right. And it also just speaks to the nature of our community too, right? Like we are talking about a niche group of people. I mean, the LGBTQ plus extended family is a large community, but we're still a smaller segment in the overall grand scheme of just, you know, the population. So it's easy. And then we're talking specifically about the segment of drag. So it's easier for us to notice when big names go missing, especially with the, um, the access that has been provided to us by social media, which is a great thing. So, you know, back in, you know, old and drag race days, you used to have to go hunting down and stalk on Gina to be on the show. Right. <laughs> and now the girls have to uh, figure out how to creatively be off of social media, even though they post every hour on the hour. See, I knew that our first girl coming into the room for All Star Six, Miss Accuracy Davenport was going to be on the show because Miss Thing used to tweet on the day on the daily every hour on the hour right, right, and then right, right. suddenly miss thing was up and out the door so let's dive on in and let's go ahead and get to know the girls who are on all-star six i'm super super excited to see some of these girls um i know some of us on this podcast are not as excited about certain people on this spot on the show but we're gonna know, get I'm- to it <laughs> we are going to get to it and i cannot wait <laughs> but you know what i'm most excited about for this is that this is going to be a season where like like for season All Stars Five, we were really like all in for Shea Coulee, and we needed to sort of have that narrative. We needed to have that win. Yeah, absolutely. it was very, very much so. But you know, buttholes clinched, making diamonds out of coal, girl. But now it's just sort of um, I won't say it's anybody's game, but we really don't have a dog in this race. We know who we stand, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But like, yeah, now we got some big dogs. Right, we're gonna. It's time for us to watch a battle. So let's get into the girls who uh, are entering the, the workroom. First one up is the Akira C. Davenport, Miss Ass Almighty herself, <laughs> season eleven. I am so excited to see Akira now. 
Akira was the sleeper hit of season 11 because I really wasn't paying attention to her up until she won her first challenge. Episode 5. Exactly. Well, you know, it was that was that two uh, two episodes after they decided to pull the pageant with that six way fucking lip sync. Yeah, did not need. Yes. Uh, so Akira is pumping into the workroom. She looks absolutely excellent. Now, see, this is an elevated Babsy version of what Raja thought she wore when she walked into the workroom on mm-hmm. season eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, the drag excellence is always there with Miss Akira. Um, uh, she's cute as shit out of drag too. And I'm yeah. There's her- a. Sorry, I'm about to be uh, perverted. There's a trend of um, <laughs> in, in in certain uh, adult entertainment. There's a trend of uh, men who penetrate uh, having butt shots, and that's the only thing I think about. I was like, I would let Akira wear me out, Miss Thing, with the with the yes, ass flapping Miss Thing, full BBM, Miss Asshole Mighty. Yeah, yeah, she's definitely a cute little she. I was looking at her when we were walk- we were getting ready for the podcast today. So, oh, Miss Thing knows how to spend her money. Yes, okay, she does. because yeah. mesmerized by the stones. Well, you know when she was well, mesmerized by the stones because the drag is always of quality. You can, I mean, <laughs> even that wig she wears eighteen thousand that she wore eighteen thousand times, and Silky mm-hmm. put on that hair one good time too. The shit was fierce. Yeah. So you know you got to give Miss Akira that. What I think she's going to struggle with is really standing out. Yeah, so I mean that's the the main thing I would like to hit on. Even in her interview, um, and it was sad because it was the first one. So I was already pumped up from the the intros, right? And then we get to the interview, and I was like, mm, "That's right, Akira isn't that interesting." Like she managed to pull it out in certain aspects during the acting challenges on season eleven. Yeah, um, but uh, in the cast where you got Ginger Minj, Eureka O'Hara, um, <clears throat> you know what it's I mean. So- Big Silky, when in a cast where you have this many like random personality girls, because we got some huge personalities and some people who know their way around acting challenges, um, it's going to be interesting to see how she fares. Her and another person that I that we're going to be rooting for is going to be interesting to see how they fare. Right, right, right. So, and it, I, I, it was so weird to me. First, a couple of things were weird to me. First of all, the All Stars five girls are grouped, gagged, and conflated right oh, now. Oh, baby. Baby, Baby, the way that they pulled a motherfucker, they got they got they got the bitches together up in quarantine. Hoes had masks on. They were taking PCR tests and shit up in the back. They was get they, they had the pre doses of motherfucking Pfizer and Moderna because they got them a motherfucking promo photo shoot. All stars, the all stars five bitches had to get the pick art together. And Shea Kool Aid was sitting up on that Mac and said, "Okay, girl, send me a little JPEG with this with this right. resolution. Right, 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 we're gonna right, put it together right. in a local lodge for uh, entertainment weekly." Baby, yeah, I know they are <laughs> heated because also too this promo looked good. Like they had to, they had the good old Paramount Plus money, and Baby. apparently, <laughs> apparently the CEO of Paramount Plus is a Tina Burner fan because she said, "Bitch, the themes will be red, yellow, and orange up in here." The, they said the prompt. They said the prompt was turn it and burn it. <laughs> <laughs> Tina, Tina Burner on fire like the Hunger Games. <laughs> Ooh, child, I put together the clip art for our show. I mean, the, the cover it's art. Cute. Yeah, but putting them colors together just pissed me off. Yes. And Tina Burner just sitting in the background like, girl, where are my motherfucking royalty checks, girl? But he, therein lies the difference between style. <laughs> yeah, because these girls looked good in their red, yellow, yeah, and gr- exactly orange. Exactly, right, right, right. They, it's very clearly curated and not Red here, orange here, yellow here. Right. <laughs> so what I found weird about a carrier's interview 
was that they didn't allow her that they didn't edit it where she wasn't messing up. Yeah, yeah, but all uh, that did they that, all do that, or was that, she the no? Only not one? all of them, not all of them, but there was a general like choppiness to the presentation of the interviews. I felt because yeah. at par- at parts like people would just it like cut off cut out. Sentence. Yeah, yeah, it uh-huh. was just like somebody, you know what I mean? There wasn't care put into uh-huh. the finishing the finishings. But yeah, I did notice that uh, she season ten reveal, season ten, uh, no, season eleven reveal. Oh uh, yeah, the one you can't find. Yes, girl. So when the one piece of Drag Race collateral I have not watched. The actual it's lost. <laughs> Literally, yeah. right, right, right. B- buried and dead, buried, uh, buried and gone, girl. Yeah. Well, let's get into the next girl. Let's get into the next girl. Next girl to pop up in the walk room is yes. this jiggly motherfucking Caliente and baby. When we when you hear the term glow up, this bitch's picture is right next to the motherfucking terminology. The mug is stamped. The body and the garments are right. Jiggly and the teeth. I was about to say are the not, grill. Are no longer giving. Right, the are grill. No giving, they are no longer throwing gang signs up in there, bitch, because some things are right, nice and straight up in the top and over the bottom. Now I understand access to nice teeth. If you, that, that's an access, then not everybody has that. Yes, yeah, Jiggly. When, when I talk about when you talk about the girl coming back from All Stars or All Stars, this is how you show back up. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This is how you show back up. And, and and no shade to people with teeth with personality. Because I'm a person yes. with teeth who has teeth with personality. They ain't got too much personality, but they got a little personality at the bottom. <laughs> a little um, personality at the bottom, girl. Yeah, at the bottom, they they are looking at you like, what the fuck is that, bitch? Right, not um, quite throwing gang signs, but you know, you know, it's not a safe neighborhood, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I I love Jiggly. Personality, great. Her outfit, I mean, it wasn't like dramatic, but it was cute. Um, it, was, it, it gave me like a jiggly. It gave me like a, a Juju B into the room look. You know, Juju looked okay. like she worked at the mall. Jiggly was given the same. They worked at the same motherfucking mall. And you see how that ha- worked out for Juju B all three times. She so, set up in the top three the last time. So you know she could, was set up in the top three every time. Exactly. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. So so listen, it could very well work <laughs> for Miss Jiggly. Miss Jiggly about to be up in the top with Ginger Minj and Eureka O'Hara. Okay. Well, good. And I'm glad that <laughs> I'm glad that she also um I'm glad that she also has the opportunity to choose her own wigs because my weekly dose of seeing Jiggly on Pose is lovely, but then bus driver <laughs> wigs they have her popping through on Miss Pose in the background. <laughs> Mother ferocity is not nice. So they were, look, they were all in there sharing one can of slim fast bitch. They were not pumping the coins up in ferocity. But Lulu girl. was looking right. Well, you know, Lulu always gonna look like Miss Candy was always looking right. You know, right? They even had Miss Leomi looking crazy in there too. Yeah, but I'm excited. I'm excited to see Jiggly back. She has a great personality. Um, something I did notice, not in Jiggly's interview, but in a lot of other people's interviews, there were references to Jiggly being the villain of the season. So that will be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, Which could just very well be the Jiggly. um, Girl, I don't even know how how that's how that's going to play out. Now that I think about it, I was about to say that Jiggly just has a very in your face personality. But so does Raja. So does Silky. (laughs) So it could be any one of those bitches who call themselves the villain. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and Jiggly also, at least on season four, had no filter. Like you remember yes. when she, um, told Alaska or Sharon that her relationship with Alaska was gross. Yes, or remember when she was uh, sitting there fighting with Lashawn Beyond, weak fuck motherfucking one. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so we know that Jiggly is not afraid to get it popping. Um, right. 
Well, she also just seems like she's much more mature these days. You know, she was, what was that, 2012? Yeah, that was... Almost almost 10 years ago. Yeah. So, you know, she's she's grown up a lot. She has uh, come out as a trans woman, and I love that we're, we have more trans representation on the show. Mm-hmm. Because um, we have excellent uh, trans queens. And I'm excited to see Miss Jiggly uh, do what it do what it do, and to also do it at this mature state of her life, self uh, actualize, you know, a different part of her journey. You know, back in the day, Miss Jiggly was just trying to get up and drag and get up on the motherfucking A train and go down to the club and do some work. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's gonna be good. Yes. So up next into the room is not uh, excited. Next person. <laughs> Not excited at all. We have to talk about it. We run a show called Black Terrorism. Right, and she's not black, black, so we can skip her. (laughs) Right, but the person who won the challenging, the person who won her season was. So, adjacent, we have to talk about this bitch. Up next to the room is the Jan to see herself. And let me tell you something, Jan did not unpack the bags for season 12 because she knew she was about to hop back on the motherfucking plane and do somebody's all-stars. Jan comes in in a full, first of all, it's giving me Aja a little bit. Yes. Uh, and that's what all, let's, let me, here's the tea. All the new girls are full on into that little um, uh, belt buckle, uh, two-piece look, giving us Chromatica. And, you know, mm-hmm. Jan is all about Chromatica. Uh, she also has the anime. Is, wig on. I, yes. Yes, 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 we know. So into the Chromatica, you know, her <laughs> and Cheryl Hole. Just listen to them two talk about Chromatica. I said, girl, just go. Get up on the ship and just go to motherfucking Chromatica, girl. So Jan pops into the work world and she talks about the, her famous uh, face crack. Mm-hmm. Talks about coming in and, me, and and being in um on eleven when she was on the show. I'm glad that she said that. I'm glad that she noticed that her enthusiasm came across as manic and yes. crazy because it did, especially that last episode when she was shrill and the gentacy. I was like, oh, Miss Thing, she you is. Mean, you mean when she was going up against Widow Vadu and she was doing barrel rolls and, and in the commercial, kids. in the commercial oh, yes, itself. Yes, 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 yes. I said, oh, this bitch is having a mental breakdown because she, <laughs> she, she was damn. excited to be there. <laughs> and also, they had done a good job of nice and pumping this bitch straight into a mental break because we know production <laughs> will <laughs> lay it on the girl's mental health. Yes, it, it was giving Scarlet Bobo down, baby. Jan was the original Scarlet Bobo, honey, because Miss Jan thought she was about to win that Madonna challenge. Girl, go back to the untuck from that episode. And this was, mm-hmm. we watched this season in quarantine, bitch. Mm-hmm. Go back to the untuck. Jan was in the back. She said, girl, you want a bubbly too? I got a bubbly. You need she another so drink, happy. girl? Because so I'm about to win this motherfucking challenge, girl. I'm about to bring this little $5,000 home to New York. And they said, Jan, your Madonna was giving us everything. You are safe. Right. <laughs> Tonight you ruled the world. Right, and on that day, uh, Jan plays several bombs that she is currently up in the workroom deactivated. Right. Uh, Either way, Jan looks good. What she's going to have to overcome is really um, showing who Jan is Mm -hmm. um, as an exciting drag queen. Like, I think Jan is a good drag queen. I think she has access in Cointata Mm -hmm. because you also don't turn around from... Because Jan's runways were also pretty great. Yeah, and they were expensive on her season, yeah. Exactly, and you don't just turn around and suddenly have it. Look, Britta's still doing virtual shows up in Hawaii to pay her shit off. Yeah. So, you know, she has access to the thing. So she does have access to nice drag. So what she needs to do is to put Jan into that drag so we see who Jan is. And I think a good example of someone who overcame that was her sister, Rosette. Yeah. Because we thought it was going to be the same thing. And then we did start to feel for and endear ourselves to Rosette. 
Yeah, so I mean, I was happy. Um, I'm not happy uh, to see Jan, but I think that Jan is a good drag queen. I think that, um, like you said, her wardrobe and her looks are not the problem. The issue for me is that it always feels like Jan is wearing somebody else's drag. And I feel like Jan tries really, really hard. And sometimes that just comes off as manic or not sincere. Um, The flip side is that she cares a lot. So that's a good thing. That's a good thing. She has talent. So we'll we'll see how it goes. And you know, she has the, is she the only 12 girl who's there? Yeah. I think so. We got a whole bunch of 11. Jesus Christ. Baby, baby, full on 11 girl giving you smooth stranger things. and she has the full support of her sisters, which now I follow most of them up on the Twitters and the Instagram. Mm. Uh, Widow was already on her side. Everybody was like, it's the Jan for me. I said, don't get too tied on to that. But right. who knows? You never know. Up to X to the room is uh, my favorite ghetto bitch. <laughs> I don't know why you live. First of all, I live, it's Rajo O'Hare. Now, this look that she pumps into the workroom in is not my favorite thing. Exactly. Raja, so Raja is a queen that I really think could benefit from wearing a little bit more body because mm-hmm. she does this sort of over the chest thing with the long sleeve thing a lot this is this is a look that she does a lot but the execution tends to be a little off and it showed in the actual meet the queens as well um i however actually happen to love raja i am a full believer and will die on this hill will send you the motherfucking coordinates that she whooped scarlet envy's ass up in that lip sync on that day to motherfucking last dance to by Donna Summer, her. Uh, I also feel like Raja is a queen. First of all, Raja gave you good TV. Yeah, and I like that she said that in the Meet the Queen. She said, yes. how come I never get credit for all my iconic moments that I gave y'all on television? And I was like, well, Raja was a talking head of her season because she was right. in that confessional chair um, letting right. the girls have it. I, I appreciate Raja. Specifically Evie Oddly. Right. I appreciate Raja when in the sense that she will be a element in the chaos. Yes. Because let, let us not forget my favorite untucked of season 11. You have Silky and Evie arguing over here. Plastique is crying over here. And then just <laughs> when we get a moment of calm, Raja comes out of nowhere and starts going in she starts going in on Plastique and makes Plastique <laughs> apologize for her being rude to Plastique. And then Silky and Evie pick back up. Silky, no, then Evie and Banji picked up after that. But, but you know, that's what, that's what she gets because uh, Miss Plastique was not about to walk up in that motherfucking workroom talk where she never heard of Mariah Carey. Right. And, right, then, right. and then suddenly is wearing, uh, wearing Cardi B's um, outfits down the runway, girl, which is it? <laughs> right, right, <laughs> which right. is it? Oh yeah, she's definitely going to be a... Um, a chaos agent, but I, I like I like that she's spunky. I like that she gave us uh, she definitely gave us tons of excellent TV. And the Meet the Queens was no different because the energy was up mm-hmm. here. See, normally like we talk, so we talk about this. So normally I don't count anybody out based on the Meet the Queens, but I do watch, and you do this too, for whether a girl is um, giving you the oh bitch and send me to the house early. I'm not mm-hmm. about to give you everything. Got so Interviews. Chi Chi Devane. Right. <laughs> Chichi Hi y'all, I'm here. Right. Chichi was over the interview. Jasmine Masters, right, right, right. She looked down her at her card and says, "And I, oop, yeah, okay." I'm Child, they, they had to make Jasmine get in drag to even come to the thing. <laughs> okay, they pulled up to Jasmine's house with a fish plate and said, "Girl, if you don't put that bus driver wig on and this motherfucking bedazzled suit and get your ass on, so we can do this press tour." 
Right. Uh, yeah, so I'm looking for that. So while I do not believe that I, that Raja is going to do excellently, I do think she's going to be good TV. Um, and I think she's also going to bring the energy to this group. And I think it's yeah. important for these groups to have strong energy because what we didn't really have for All Stars 5 was a group that was just like a lot of high-octane girls. Yeah, this season definitely has a lot of high octane. And I like we did down the line of Scarlett's interview where Scarlett, they're asking her, um, this is a loud group. Are you worried? She's like, well, I'm from season 11. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Which most of the girls here are from. Um, so this is this is not anything new to me. I'm used to these bitches running around screaming, picking Molly Cyrus up on their back. You know, Girl, <laughs> like, well, Molly Cyrus up in full drag. You picking her up and putting on your back. Yeah. Tried it. All right. So up next into the room is oh, so uh, pissed. <laughs> so pissed. Well, I wasn't. At the look. <laughs> oh no, we're going to get into that motherfucker. I stand this girl. She's let's my. Stand, she is my. Uh, she's the one I'm putting my bets on. But right. Yes, we were putting our money on this glamour toad, and that is Ginger Motherfucking Minge from season seven. The right season seven, and it, it's giving smooth Goosini for all Nista. Um. <laughs> Uh, and also an all from All Stars too, and now she is back. Um, I love, 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 love Ginger Minj. I hate, 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 hate this outfit on her. She is wearing. <laughs> if you all ever played Galaga before, I don't know what the age range. According to our demographics, this group, uh, our analytics, this group has played Galaga before. It was giving very that mm-hmm. outfit is ugly, and she had the nerve to be sitting up in the Meet the Queens talking about some. Well, my issue was fashion back in the day, so I've spent some money. Well, well, another girl, another girl in this special said down the line, my style hasn't really changed. I just have more money. Right. And I was like, yeah, that's the accurate answer. Because I don't know if girls' styles ever really change. What they do is they end up with more coins to purchase shit. So mm-hmm. if you was already questionable, he you was got more tagged, money right. to purchase some questionable shit. And this right. is question. Jiggly looked over and she's like, what are you wearing? <laughs> Jiggly vocalizing exactly what all of us were motherfucking thinking. It was not fierce old Miss Ginger Bitch. But we're not going to give Ginger I don't understand how she looked in the closet that day and thought that was. But... She yeah, probably she probably show. had a she probably had a concept. She probably put it on, and she had already spent the money on it, and said, "I'm going to commit." Her because All Stars two look was everything when she walked in. Barely, it was a corseted bathing suit, and it, it was, was a, everything. And it, but and it, it was, was a too big coat. It was different on her, and it was everything. It was beautiful on her, but you know, everything is kind of a stretch for me. I think that Ginger is someone who is probably still exploring fashion which means she has not quite landed on um, the alternative aesthetic that she wants to commit to, yeah, right? Like she knew, what she, she knew what she was giving when she pumped, pumped it to season seven because there's nothing that Ginger wore that I hated on season seven. Mm-mm. There was nothing that she wore for her few episodes on All Stars 2 that I hated. Mm. This jumpsuit is absolutely ugly, which means it tells me that she's probably stepping out of her box trying some new shit. And, you know, seeing what sticks. She said it in her Meet the Queens. I'm the type of girl who throws things to the wall and I see what sticks and I'm a sticky queen. So, you know, there's room for exploration, but we know that also is something that has hindered her in the past, specifically on All Stars 2. Um, now, there the, there are many a fan who was um, pundit that Ginger does not deserve to be up on this show. Jamal? I'm here. 
Okay, I thought you broke. No. Uh, <laughs> you know, we, we have seen that it's, it's going, you know, not going well. We looked up Jinx, who we pundit that she's already had two chances. Why is she up on Drag Race again? Um, that's one school of thought. Uh, I do not really necessarily feel like she had the fairest of shakes. So if you go back to All Stars 2, she no. turned that performance out as um, Catherine the Great. She was yeah, and excellent. Arguably, Katya should have went home that week. Oh, without Katya question, had, did worse. Yeah, excellent, absolutely. And had Detox won the lip sync, Katya would have been sent home. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and uh, I'm just going to put this to bed right now. Katya was not robbed. Katya was meant to come in second slash third place. Alaska was supposed to win. Oh, people won't let that die. It drives me crazy. Yeah. Um, so let's, but let's not, let's not forget. Ginger, in terms of this competition, mm-hmm. is knows what to do and is good at doing it. We're talking absolutely. about somebody who can act. We're talking about somebody who can sing. Mm-hmm. We're talking about somebody who is witty and quick. You know what I mean? Like during season seven and All Stars two, I never worried about Ginger in the context of the challenges because right. I knew she was about to work it out. Yeah, absolutely. She's a seasoned performer. She comes from a um, you know performance art background. She was on tour doing right. performances before, so very much so a seasoned queen. I love it when an older queen. Well, I'm old. Ginger actually is. Ginger is. Uh, I think she comes age, off she, as older. But right, she's our age, but she acts like she's fucking fifty two sometimes. Um, regardless of that, I think Ginger's going to do an excellent job, and she's going to be one to watch. I think if she gets them fat, I think if we what we end up seeing on the runway is different than what we know of Ginger. And she has found an aesthetic somewhere and she's worked on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, baby, the crown is hers. The crown is hers to lose. Mm-hmm. Anyway, since we're taking a trip on in the Wayback Machine to some old seasons, let's go, all the, way back. In the guys, let's go all the way back to All Stars 1 and season three. And since this is your bitch, who you will allow to get away with murder, Woo! even though Sarah Jean was having a whole legends, panic attack up in Holland. I'm going to let you talk about her. Legends <laughs> only, baby. What we are not going to do is forget <laughs> that Yada Sophia has one of the fiercest bitches to ever step oh, absolutely. foot on the drag absolutely. race stage. Paint, everything. Artistic uh, vision, everything. We talking about, like, people, like, credit um, Sharon Needles as being one of the first, like, spooky bitches to be on the show, mm-hmm. like, the more, like, out-of-the-box queens. Yada right. Sophia and Nina Flowers were sitting up on seasons one and two, respectively, turning it in terms right. of creativity and vision. Uh and arguably Everything. one of the hardest hardest seasons of Drag Race. Yeah, and arguably one of the hardest seasons, which is why she had her mental breakdown. Um, one of the well, hardest Sarah seasons. Was, look, Nikki Tutorials was Listen, there too. Excuse okay? me, excuse me, excuse me. We don't have time to talk about Santa Jane being patient zero up on Holly. So, Yada Sophia needs redemption. Absolutely. And and I will give Yada Sophia extra points. You know why? Because Yada Sophia came through and rose to the occasion. During the and what I refer to as the RuPaul Andre Charles anti Brown years, because <laughs> if you hopped up on that stage, because there were a few years, there was a there was yeah. a, there was a trend every year. You get a girl from Puerto Rico, and uh-huh. their accent was very thick. And RuPaul right. lived to go in on them girls. They lived yep. to eliminate them girls on that basis. They lived yep. for it. And y'all during Sophia, the snatch game, no less. <laughs> right, it was usually on snatch game. Mm, girl, no. Yada Sophia came through and she managed to perform at the level of her peers regardless, right? right? Absolutely. And so when I say legends only, I mean it. Legends 
only in the motherfucking building. The children need to respect and bow down to y'all to Sophia. She needs a million followers. She should be more followed. She should be I agree. more booked. And she's Period. a Vegas girl. And you know those Vegas girls are excellent. So that's it. I, I had to have my moment. Period. And she I, looks, I appreciate that. She looks I appreciate great. that. And she's an Aquarius. Shout out. And we also hold space for um time to resolve our mental health. So thank you for acknowledging that for Yara Sophia and Sergene. So Speaking of which, have you room. tried better health? Have you heard of have better health? Have you tried better health? No, I've, I've never heard of better health. Better oh, health our have therapists you? are unlicensed and you available via text message. Except when they're up in the club, girl, then you have to wait until seven o'clock in the morning. Even then they got a little bit of a hangover. <laughs> Yeah. Better help will come in there with all that their non-licenses and come get us. Anyway, up next <laughs> to the room. <laughs> Imagine texting your therapist and that bitch like, girl, I'm at the bar right now. Can we talk in the morning? <laughs> right. Or imagine your therapist texting you saying, Hey, you looking? <laughs> you up? Anyway, up next to the room is much, much. <laughs> to the workroom. Much, much crunch, crunch. When I was here for season eleven, I was here for the lunch, and then now that I'm back, I'm here for the dinner. I said this is a little bit of a long ass entrance, girl, but okay. You know she um, gonna give that. What I will so it's silky nutmeg nah, She is hold on. Keep freezing. I don't know why. Mm. Who has one of the one of my favorite names to ever be on this franchise? Silky, well, you know, Silky's an old school pageant bitch. She's from season 11. Um, she was arguably came into season 11. She was rumored to have been like the favorite, going to be the best. I think she was coming into season, season 11. Mm-hmm. And then all kinds, and then people, the fans turned on her. And we know uh, one of the reasons, I mean, she is annoying, but also when you're fat and black, that suddenly accelerates that shit. So much. Yes, then there the, was the, the false sexual, the false allegation against her, which was proven false by a fan. Uh, right. That she sexually assaulted them. No, at fucking... the top of the season. Yes. Uh, so I'm glad she was able to get past that. And that person is. Uh, I don't want to get into it. So Silky pumps into the workroom and she looks absolutely excellent. Do you remember on Top Model Cycle Three when Takara was wearing that blue dress up on that the 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 car the red car? Mm, not not. In the like blonde wig. I don't really remember. So this is what Silky is giving me in this gown. She looks absolutely stunning. Um, Silky is a controversial character, but Silky is a person who understands television. Mm-hmm. She understands what kind of energy she needs to give. Mm-hmm. And I think she is a person who also, again, fat black woman, uh, fat black queer person, got held to the fire after her season. Mm-hmm. Silky's also a smart person. So, I mean, aside from that, you know, going to Puerto Vallarta in the middle of a pandemic, I think she's going to be able to overcome the things that held her back during her season. Except yeah, we'll for see. Yeah, we'll see. I hope I hope that what Silky has learned how to do is because Silky also she's one of the she's one of the people that they like to also give the delusional edit to a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And in Silky's case, sometimes it's right. Like when she is sitting there promoting. She's she going to wear everybody out in a lip sync all season and then come time for the lip sync, she is wearing nothing out but my nerves. Right. Um, <laughs> and that fabric that she tripped over um, in the No Scrubs lip sync. And the piss poor reveal and the terrible so she, split. Ill time. Like it was Nita West. <laughs> right. So I'm, what I uh, hope for is that she has been able to uh, improve on that performance aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. 
Um, and then at some point, I hope she gets rid of this terrible ass wig that she's wearing in this confessional because yeah, I can't that's do gonna it. be all season until she go home. <sighs> I, know, I know, I know, I know it's for a minute. Well, that well, that's good. I think I I do genuinely think Silky is a good drag queen when she's trying. Don't think I've not seen the the I videos was about of her. Oh, I've seen the one where she wearing the security outfit and the uh, little bus driver blonde wig and doing performances with Vanessa Benji Mateo, who is up at a full beat. Well, yeah, that's the other thing is that sometimes Silky rests on her laurels. Like, yes. uh, we don't need no shortcuts. We don't need you pumping out with that um, cicada mask on again. We Baby. don't need you, you Baby. know what I mean? Baby. Talking about I'm pretty, so I'm going to just throw a wig on with some eyeshadow. Right. We need you to come ready to play. And you can tell she was doing that, too, because in the very beginning of the competition, Silky was coming in and putting in effort. And then we get to mask week, and we say, or even just snatch game, where she essentially played herself. Um... We go well, Miss Silky. What's, what happened to the package? You, you are, you've been in plenty of pa- uh, pageant before. You know how to prepare a package and to execute it. So, I think that she probably took all. She probably took all those lessons learned, and Doctor Silky Nutmeg and Nosh is going to come in and turn the, the competition because she does. She does do well in the challenges. Hopefully, looking, looking forward to seeing that. Looking yeah. forward to seeing it. <laughs> all right, up next, I'm, 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 I'm pressing pause and stopping in the background. I don't get ahead of myself is are we still going through something the oldest drag queen in captivity (laughs) we talk about pandora first of all i had no idea pandora was almost 50 years old she's old bitch she look old she was old on season two she she look she do look old but i just thought she just aged like a banana and was like you know our age it was just aging like a banana no, Miss Thing is a smooth 50 years old. Now, now, Pandora Box is in the, the workroom. She is all the way from season two. Yes. Right? We, we also talk about Drag Race royalty. Yes. And she is very much so Drag Race royalty. Whenever you think of a Snatch Game performance, you think of her Carol Channing. Mm-hmm. Whenever you think of a, a um, I hope to say fan favorite scene. She was Miss Congeniality. No, so I said, let's say Miss Congeniality, but I almost said fan favorite. Mm-hmm. When you think of a Miss Congeniality, she was the second ever Miss Congeniality and the first one that was not up in the top two. Mm-hmm. Pandora is a beloved drag queen. Now, mm-hmm. what, what she tends to lack in is, I would say, new material and the fashions. Yes. Yep, 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 and yep, she's yep. going to be up in a, a speci- especially an uphill battle because she comes from the old school of drag, which is is an asset but mm-hmm. you know there is still the added barrier of making sure that you're bringing new and fresh material because the girls will get up on a roast tour and roast pandora for not being funny yes all the time that 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 was to the point of like to the point that like like book alaska bullied her off of the stage i was about to say she walked <laughs> off stage one night yeah yes. so, so i i'm excited ahead. to see pandora come through in 2021 and show us in the words of the legendary uh tamisha iman that this old broom can still sweep. Right. Um, and, and she's taking notes because look how excellent she looks. No, she looks gorgeous. She looks gorgeous. She looks, and she, I feel, I feel like this is her, I feel like this is the type of drag, I'm, I'm trying not to say like old drag, but like I'm trying to say that she's not putting on like a new queen's drag to feel like she can compete. She's still doing like a elegant drag that is from her time or when yeah. she was, you know, in her, I don't, I don't want to say prime either. I don't, I don't want to keep. She just, looks, she looks classic. She looks good. Right, she looks, she looks yes, classic. classic. Thank nice. you. That's the word. She's classic, yes. elegant. The makeup is right because Miss Pandora also will come into that room and that that uh that chin is nice and hard. Right. 
it is right. She's taking notes, and I think she's she's prepped for the kill. So I'm looking forward to see Miss Pandora also overcome the demons that was season one of All Stars. Yeah, and also Pandora Box has one of my favorite workroom entrance lines of all time, <laughs> and she did it before entrance lines were a thing she when she sure popped did. into season two, and she said, "Hey, fake ladies." One of my favorites. I love her. Yeah. I, hope, I really hope she does well. And it seems like her energy, her energy level is is very much so still tops because I really enjoy her Meet the Queens interview. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed them. So up next, still looking at hot ass mess when she pops into the right, workroom. I got Scarlet nothing for her. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going, no, no. Scarlet. Go ahead. Scarlet lost that. Scarlet lost that lip sync to Roger. Also, so what I will say about Scarlet is one: it seems that Scarlet said they called me, so I said, "Why not?" <laughs> no, she's been. Scarlet has been campaigning to be on All Stars, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Scarlet post her season, the uh, made uh, made known what she was not strong at. Right, she was not strong at dancing. She was not strong at putting on makeup. And she came onto Miss Wild Presents. She had a show on Wild Presents called um, "Teach Me How to Dance." Right. No. So she was working on keeping herself. That was, that was with Scarlett. It was "Teach I Me it was How to called, Dance." Don't be jealous. I said, "Be jealous." I thought it was like, "Don't be jealous of my boogie" or some bullshit. Look it up. Look it up. And because she had Monique Hart on there t- teaching her how to twirl and all this other shit, so she she low key has been campaigning by saying, "I'm refining my skills." You know, I'm 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 available when you need me. Um, you know, well, I like is, her is tagline. Yeah, no, is that her or is that the production? Because what what we will oh. say about Scarlet Envy is she has resonated with the fans. Yeah, and production knows that, which is why they gave her the show on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, it's called it's called Envy of My Boogie. Yeah. Also, that was really loud. Wow, it's called Envy of My Boogie. Um, yeah, no. She has resonated with fans. I do think she has not quite taken the notes on fashion, but she has taken the notes on the makeup because she looks absolutely beautiful in the Meet the Queens. Um, I do like her kind of flase doll, laid back demeanor. And to your point, I do think she probably will have taken some of the other notes and will apply them to her performance for All Stars. Yeah. Shout out to her drag mom, Pearl. Uh, yeah, when she was giving me smooth pearl in that interview, she looks, she looks absolutely beautiful. When she walked up in the room, Miss Raja was like, "Oh, girl." <laughs> yeah, because you know those two, those two had a, th- they had a thing. Mm. Anyway, up next into the workroom. <laughs> Another one I'll I have you, not before. I'll let you talk about, <laughs> girl. Please, Serena Chata's tired ass walks up in this workroom. <laughs> And for I can't wait you, to see how the story unfolds. For those of you who don't remember Serena Cha Cha, because I look, it was real quick. She was on season five. She came in talking about girl. I was I'm educated, Miss Thing. I've been up in school. Wait, I'm getting. At least she talks. was in every episode. That she, she was at least in every episode. <laughs> okay, girl. Even uh, Astina walking around in the background in the one episode that she was in. My homie, girl, please. <laughs> Serena came up in there talking about girl. Yes, I went to school. Girl, yes, I know um, soft sculpture. Have you ever heard of that? I'm an artist. Miss Thing the ass went, was just as soft when they kicked off the motherfucking right, show. Right, them dry ass wigs. All the girls read her, and she went right up off the show. So, Ms. baby, that wig was shiny. Right, Serena is back. Um, it's been a while, so she may have progressed. And in the, in the off time that she's had from Drag Race, she has built up a wig empire. There may or may not be a beef with another queen about um, her giving them some shoddy-ass wigs. Uh, Don't put no glitter up in my heart. Right. So, 
Yeah, Serena's back. I mean, Serena, Serena, I think, fulfills the wild card um, slot in this cast, right? Because we have, and but also this cast has a lot of mid to early out girls. We got some top girls, and we also got a decent amount of mid to early out girls up in this cast. We got Mm -hmm. Serena, who went home second. You got Raja, who went home in the middle. You got Scarlett, who went home in the mm -hmm. middle. You you know what I mean? Um, we got a few mid to early out girls. TKB went home in the middle of her season, so um, An extra long ass season. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So there's there there's some wild cards. I think Serena will be a wild card. We'll see what she does. Hopefully, she don't piss too many people off because All Stars is about voting. Yes, um, and uh, the, that must be. I'm very interested to see how her story unfolds. Also, I'm gonna say all- this, and then I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna say this. Go ahead. No good. This loud ass season has the potential to give me what I want from these All Stars. If this All Stars <laughs> wants to sit up here and rig it and have some survivor like antics with alliances and backstabbing, I feel like I want it every season of All Stars, and it never really comes comes the way I need. I feel like we could get it this season. I feel like there could be some prime mess in these eliminations. It's and right just, up on my phone talking about some. They eliminated my girl. No, no, because even, because even, even. Girl, when, I talk to you every day. What are you talking Listen, <laughs> listen. Even when Manila went home, I was pissed. But it was good TV. It was good. No, I said fucking Naomi Smalls. It was good TV. Manila, we were pissed, but it was good TV. And that's what we here for. Because this ain't about talent. This is all stars. This is about fucking reality this drama. This is absolutely about talent. No, it's not up on this. All stars is not. Queens eliminated themselves during all stars five, so they didn't get to chop their damn self. No, not um, on so Miss All Stars isn't about talent. On Miss All Stars, it's about drama. That they rig it, they have set the stage for this to be what it is. So I don't want, I appreciate the girls who come in and talk about, ooh, girl, I'm going to play a fair game. Fuck that. If I was up on here, Miss Thing, and I won that lip sync, you damn right. Whose lipstick? Oh, Miss Ginger, you in the bottom? Oh, well, guess what, Miss Thing? Fuck well, you. don't you. have to worry about that because you're not winning any lip syncs. So fuck, fuck what Twitter has to say, Miss Girl. <laughs> fuck what Twitter has to say, Miss Girl. I'm pulling this uh, lipstick because I need to secure the bag. All right, well, let's secure the bag of the next motherfucking bitch walking in the room. It is Kylie Sonique Love, also reaching back. Another legend for RuPaul's Drag Race Season early out. 2. Another early out girl against Morgan McMichaels. And a really iconic lip sync to uh, Two of Hearts by, what's that, Stacey Q? Two of Hearts. Two, two hearts, hearts that beat as well. I love how Kylie well, she thought it was First a gymnastic all, show. Well, you know, the girls are good for a little floor show, bitch. You know, they sent <laughs> Simone Biles, who? Uh, no, uh, the, uh, the girls will pump up right in there and do uh, cartwheels, flip flops, backflips, one right after the motherfucking other. Uh, one thing we know about Miss Kylie Sonique Love is that her drag is always on point. We have another uh, trans contestant on the show. She really is an excellent drag queen, though. It's so funny that she goes, um, you know, the flips are only one part of who I am. I said, now, are you telling me that you're not about to do any flips and kicks and backflips, flip flops, one right after the other when you get on this show, Miss Thing? She telling you she got other things to give. <laughs> Like thing you know about this thing, she that was season two. She was going through a different kind of journey at the time. You know, I'm sure. I hope she apologized to uh, Miss. Sometimes what you pull out of the bag is still what you have in the bag. You might oh, have you learned know, how to know. cover it up with a scarf. But I believe it's, it was Tyra Banks who said it's truth and jest. So you yeah. know. Anyway, Kylie comes in in this red body. Kylie is always right. Her drag is always right. I'm never ever worried about her presentation, even when she came in for the Christmas special uh, sham. She everything was motherfucking right, and all the girls were gagged when she walked. The one in you because, refused to watch. 
I finished it already, remember? I know, but for the longest time, you refused to watch it. Because it was tired as hell, girl. Especially when I found out that ain't nobody winning that shit. Girl, <laughs> this is not what I tuned in for. I came in for a holiday competition. Not a bunch of tired-ass 80s numbers that these girls pre-worked on before they got up on the soundstage. <sighs> no, no. So Kylie's back. She's from season two. She is an excellent performer. Um, I get the sense that she's going to be the nice girl of the season. She might be. She might be. We'll see. I'm I'm I can go either way. I'm not too excited for her to be here, right. but we'll see. We'll see what Well, happens. I know the drag is gonna be right. That's the thing. I know the drag is gonna be right. That little um the foxtail coat that she had on that was colored and the Meet the Queens, baby. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So good on Miss Kylie. I'm very, very excited that she's here. Also, is it clear this, so is she going to be going by Kylie Sonique Love or like just Sonique? Kylie Sonique Love is her name. Okay, so the full time. Okay, bet. Well, you know, wasn't because she she the way that she introduced it was not clear to me, because you know you know how they tried to do with Trinity during her yeah season. just reintroduction. I'm Kylie Sonic Love. Well, it was also like hella abrupt. Yeah. Well, hey. Next anyway, up is the Hamburglar. Well, first of all, we need to talk about something real important for this podcast. You know, we we support everybody black on this motherfucking podcast, and this is a full-on Trinity K. Bonet stand podcast, despite the fact that the bitch was up in the backseat with a girl talking about fuck RuPaul's Drag Race a couple years ago. Let exactly. that go. Exactly. Trinity K. Bonet is from season six, and we have been asking for this since, I would say, arguably since uh, since uh, she was eligible, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For um, uh, season two, she comes in at a full... Tamisha and Mom might as well have dra- addressed her. Mm. She probably what she was doing for the first 30 minutes of her introduction on all her television shows on YouTube. She is Atlanta down in a pencil skirt and some fringe. And I, I, I gagged, gagged. This is what I've been asking. No, this is what I've been asking for. I've been asking for Trinity K. Bonet to be on the show because in reflection, Trinity did not get a fair shake on season six. I've been saying that since that episode aired, and the girls always try to argue me down, talk about she should not have. I would. I've been saying that since that episode aired. Yeah, well, you know, looking back at this, looking back at the season and the way that she was edited, she was edited as the Nina Bonita Brown defeatist. Mm-hmm. So people were happy to see her go. But you look at the actual performance. There was really only one. The the last time she was up in that bottom against the Ador Cilantro was really the only time she should have been in the bottom. And even then, that look that she had on was excellent. Her mm-hmm. performance in the rap challenge actually was not that bad. Her performance in um. Shade the Rusical was not that bad. Nope. They spent all of this time um, focusing on her diction and using that uh, and her being her, her defeatist attitude on this triple XL as season to be the reason that Trinity should go home. When reality, Trinity was doing an okay job in the show. Should have went further than Jocelyn Fox. Did an excellent job in the comedy challenge and served you lip syncs. Yep. Served you lip syncs. When you talk about lip sync assassins and people who are going to come up there and turn out a performance regardless of the song, mm-hmm. Trinity K. Bonet, I, we were all gooped when they introduced the all the uh, lip sync assassin category for All Stars 5 and Trinity did not pump up out of there. Yep. They brought yep. back Vanessa Vanjie Mateo. They brought back Kennedy Davenport to do fucking fancy. So... I'm so excited to have Trinity K. Bonet on. This is a Trinity K. Bonet stand podcast. Uh, I do think she's going to have, I think she's, it was eight years ago that she's been on the show, right? She was 22. I think she's like 30, 31 now. I, she's always had like sort of a laid back demeanor, but I feel like she's also more rag, regular, uh, uh, realized. Mm-hmm. So she said she was uh, up there driving the boat up in the pandemic. She don't really give a fuck no more. 
Um, so if once she overcomes those sort of um, performance anxiety demon, she could very well be a force to reckon with because she also does excellent drag. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to see her. She she's gonna be good. She means a lot to a lot of people for a lot of reasons. Um, and she is a good drag queen. Yes. So yeah. Excited and to if see you're her. in Atlanta, she is on the Fantasy Girls cast with Phoenix, Jamal's favorite, and yeah. Lala Ray. <laughs> Fuck a phoenix. Just like fuck the next person who walked to this room. Oh, great. Is, is it your girl? It's not is my it motherfucker girl. girl. It's is not it my girl? motherfucker girl. Is it your girl? It's your Rico O'Hare girl. We, we have found her for, I think, what too many like times. We need to put that shit back point. and fucking yes. throw another shovel of dirt on top so, of it. I'm tired of finding it. Let's get... <laughs> So let me tell you something. Let me tell the mausoleum on top of that. Let (laughs) me tell you something about this season. Mm -hmm. Fuck Eureka. I'm going to read her every single time. And I do not care. I will give Eureka credit when Eureka does good. And I have get contrary to contrary to what lying. you say. I give Eureka we credit. We talk about Eureka. Eureka the only time he has Eureka, ever given Eureka. 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 Eureka had a great glitter challenge. She looked good in the glitter ball. She looked all right as a mermaid. She looked. She had a great exit line. When she point, went home, when she got only look that to he the house. I've given her credit on when we have a discussion about this bitch is the episode that she wore when they sent her ass to the house. No, I didn't. I said me. that I said that she was on the glitter challenge. I did not you just do not like, that jerk. No, I do not like the episode she went home and that look because it looked the fuck. She looked like a uh, a muppet that <laughs> been through a paper strider. Look, the Muppet been through some struggles, girl. Okay. Girl, no, 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 no. Fuck that Muppet. Because that Muppet is also a gaslighting ass Muppet. She fully came on season 10, gaslighting mm-hmm. the Vixen, trying to start true. drama, and then yeah. fully came out as a saint and was yes. not held to the fire for what she was doing on that season. Not nearly as fiercely as the Vixen crazy. was. Mm-hmm. Right. Vixen looked Absolutely. crazy under result of that when Eureka was starting shit. Mm-hmm. And she and continues to mm-hmm. not be. She continues to not be reflective of the shit that she does, because she is also the white girl that sit up here and say nigger every five seconds, like yep. it is not a problem. She will yep. also sit up here and make rape jokes, and she fully has no accountability. So right. no, Miss Jerika, Miss right. Thing, you came in. Great for you. You getting your coins on HBO. <laughs> great for you. Your outfit looked the fuck terrible both times. You, it is not my favorite Miss Thing. I'm going to read every episode. Wait till she does something. I'm going to read. <laughs> oh, my God, y'all. Tired-ass Marie Antoinette look with these fucking <laughs> late-ass. Girl, please. This is All-Stars. You're supposed to come in giving something new and inspiring. You come in and the not, fucking... You're not inspired your by the case, skirt, girl. Your grandma's wallpaper with a fucking Marie Antoinette wig, Miss Thing. You know, we, no. we've never seen a Marie Antoinette, but we've seen a dress made out of books and talk about before. Eureka. You found it, bitch. Lose it. <laughs> well, I'm the nice mom out of our lesbian couple, so uh, one, everything you said was correct. What I will say is, Eureka does the drags. Eureka does the drags. So I think she's going to do well when it comes to that. I do think she will probably be grading, she is going to probably have similar issues. To Silky Nutmeg Ganache. Child, Eureka and Sylvia on the same motherfucking season. It is about girls. We loud, honey. <laughs> out of control. Voices and are going to carry. <laughs> child, I will give you your credit for this. 
when she was sitting up in the confessionals and she said, hey, I got the all-star lips. I thought that was funny. Because <laughs> the girls will pump up in the Miss All-Stars <laughs> with a full set of new lips. Well, you know, Miss, Miss Serena Chacha sitting right up there nice and snatched too. I right. said, Serena, when you were on the show, it wasn't but like four, four or five years ago, Miss Thing, why are you snatched? You were only 26. Well, it's a few of the girls, you know, the girls, the dolls are not, um, the foreign surgery is not foreign thing for the girls. Absolutely. But Serena was a cute little boy before, like when Alaska got it done. I said, oh, okay, girl, I see why you would do that. But, um, Mm. you know, Serena was a cute little boy before. At any rate, that is our cast for All-Star 6. Random and chaotic. Well, you know, it's, it's, of course it is. Now that they're having it every year, like back in the day when it was like, you know, once in a blue fucking moon. RuPaul was like, All-Stars 2, All-Stars 2 where? Like, we didn't get, we had All-Stars 1 mm-hmm. after Season 4 and then All-Stars 2 immediately after Season 8. Mm-hmm. So it was a good little minute. And yeah. then it's every, then since then, it's been basically every year since that, at very random and sporadic times. So, you know, of course they have, um, they have to kind of randomly pull from the pool. I think it's egregious that Dita Ritz is not sitting up in that cast with them girls. Hashtag. And they decided to pull, right, and decided to pull, pull back Serena Cha-Cha for some fucking reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm tired of them asking Adora Delano, stop doing that. Right. Yeah. They asked her this time and she she allegedly was going to do it, but they wouldn't okay her up. This is a legend. They wouldn't okay right. her talent. According to Adora. Yeah, so I mean, exactly. in terms of how I feel about this cast, I think that this is, I am excited because I think that we have a good mix of girls who went home real quick, yep. girls who went home in the middle, and girls who lasted their seasons. Right. Um, I I like the fact that we don't have any like obvious front runners. Yep. Um, you know what I mean. Uh, and so yeah, it's gonna be chaotic. And I, mm-hmm. and yeah, this is a loud ass. So do you know the the Tina Burner color scheme for the promo makes sense. Because yes. it fits the personality of the cast. It is loud. It's it on fire like the Hunger Games. Right. It is about to be doing a lot. It's um, beautiful. It's a beautiful promo, too. I, I know one thing. RuPaul is never going to be up in the... Uh, sorry. RuPaul not going to be up, up in the same room of these bitches when they do promo. Time all that girl <laughs> she barely know who these girls is. Okay. Okay. She said, contestant number three, please step forward. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited. I, it, it is very much so a random cast. I think it's a good mix. I like that they're pulling back. Um, they're pulling back uh, to uh, older girls to be on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that we're filling up the circle, coming full circle on All Stars 1, because I think now only ones we have outstanding is what? Uh, Nina Flowers and Tammy Brown? Yeah. And Chanel? Yeah. And Chanel. I have a feel, well, Tammy, don't fuck with RuPaul. Chanel um, won't give us a straight answer as to whether she would actually come back or not. And I think Nina's done with the competition aspect of her career. So mm-hmm. I think we're we pretty much wrapped up the second. Oh, Mimi. <laughs> so you were correct the first time. We have gone through the people that we can tell from from All Stars One. Mimi, our first was the top one in the fan boat. I could not believe it. Well, that fan boat um, has always been suspicious. Because no shade of penetration, but. You know, the fan boat is always some local campy queen. Let's also talk about how the fan boat got shut down after a black queen was about to surge and win Miss Congeniality. Of right, 10. no more input from the fans directly. <laughs> Only show us how you feel in likes. Right, 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 right. Uh, shout out to Vixen for disrupting the paradigm. Um, so 
all of it to say, I'm super, super jazzed for All Star Six, which means that we have some internal discussion. No, we not. Announcement: We are not doing no Drag Race Spain. <laughs> Y'all girls can look at that and enjoy it on your own time. We're not doing it. <laughs> Period. That's the announcement. There we go. Ain't no internal discussion. Listen, no, listen, fans. When a mother and father love each other very much, sometimes they need to make decisions like not watching Drag Race Espana with subtitles after we are sitting here suffering through Drag Race Down Under. So. <laughs> Without <laughs> subtitles. I want it. So I prepared a little game for you. Are you ready? Mm-hmm, go ahead. So for this game, I'm going to do, we're going to do a little bit of rapid fire. And I want you, I'm going to give you, you don't, don't think too much about this. You have to respond with the first thing that comes to your mind. Mm-hmm. You ready? Mm-hmm. Who's going to be the lip sync assassin of the season? Trinity. First one out. Yada. First person to win a challenge this season. Eureka. The villain of the season. Jiggly. The person who's going to have the ugliest dress this season. Serena. The person who's going to have the overall ugliest wardrobe this season. Ginger. Who do you think is going to win this season? Ginger. If we if we were able to crown a Miss Congeniality and the Miss Congeniality is not going to be a winner, who cannot be the winner, who is it? Oh, wow. It's only because she's in my face. Akira. If Akira see Davenport, and Serena Chacha were put up in a room together and they had a <laughs> fist fight. Who would win the fist fight? Serena. Okay. And the person who you would allow to come back for All Star Seven? None of them. I want no more. <laughs> I want no more. All Stars One is allowed, but at this point, no more eating yourself. Yeah, yeah. Later All Stars. Because I started to think about the, the Ginger Minj thing. I would say Ginger Minj is the only person I think I would allow to get back into this rotation like this. Mm-hmm. I don't think Drag Race deserves Shangela anymore. I don't think Shangela should ever put her ass up on the, the, the uh, Drag Race stage anymore because they, they don't deserve her. So, and also, and if, the Bussy, if the Bussy Queen video is true about um, the, the amount of time, how long they own you, and that also being a factor in what, why they ask you back so they can extend that, um free the girls yeah free the girls don't be calling them back because that seven year period is about to end and you need to make sure you still got this bitch for another seven years <laughs> that's the only way to go get Dita ritz on shit child that's the way they're getting um miss jujube <laughs> right jujube sitting up in motherfucking copenhagen copenhagen doing international drag race mm-hmm. uh up in her target costumes well folks we are going to be recapping RuPaul's Drag Race uh, All-Star 6 every week. Tune in for a new episode every Saturday around 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. That's when them shits normally drop. I can't wait to watch this season. I can't wait for uh, Down Under to be over so I can be fully invested in this. I'm excited <laughs> for the fact that there's not really a... You know how Down this. You want to know how Down Under's... Down Under! You want to know how Down Under's going. Uh, dive on in to our Down Under episodes. Right. Um, yeah, so that's our episode. I'm Twinkle Motherfucking Toes. And if you want to see us be the first podcast um, <laughs> to uh, instigate and facilitate a rematch of Jack A versus Eureka O'Hara, because we are baby, determined to baby. get Jack A on the podcast yes, to talk about Miss yes. <laughs> Jack A, um, you can follow us on Twitter at Black to Our Roots and on Instagram, Black to Our Roots Pod. 
if you know um if you know any of Jack and Harry's people, <laughs> we are happy to be in contact. We 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 don't have much much of a budget. We we can get we can send her a fifty dollar Uber Eats gift card. Okay, and, and that's all what Mary. <laughs> Me, <laughs> yes, because we, we an iconic moment in history Eureka versus Jack Harry. Love that for us, anyway. Once again, I'm Twinkle Motherfucking Toes, and I'm Jamal. Bye. Bye. <laughs>